welcome to Vision Scope, a program designed to educate and inform on matters relating to disabilities. My name is Wilbert Williams. in the series Vision Scope. We recognize that you have a lot of podcasts that you can listen to. So we appreciate your taking time out to join us on these episodes. And we never take your listenership for granted. So welcome. And I trust that this podcast will bring you information that will be useful to you one way or another. Nigeria has a total population of over 206 million persons. Of this number, some 3.6 million people are said to be disabled. Precious Henry, a Nigerian nurse who became blind shortly after completing her nursing training, eventually set up a cosmetology company and this company has been employing people with disabilities. During the past year, she decided to launch an outreach project of this company, which she is calling Diverse Health Initiative. Recently, Precious stopped by and chatted with King Rocco and me and told us all about this new company and her plans for the future. She says that currently health ambassadors are being trained and already they have started working in communities in eastern Nigeria. Let's listen now as Rocco introduces Precious Henry and she begins to talk about her outreach program. This evening, we would like to welcome our special guest to tell it like it is once more again, as you said, not so new. She has been here several times on UVC radio. Our name is Precious Henry, all the way from Nigeria. Welcome to tell it like it is once more again, Precious. Thank you, Rocco. Greetings. Yes, greetings to you. How have you been from since we last, from I... since you last was in the studio of UVC radio? <laughs> yeah, it's actually been a while. I've uh, been to 
you're still there. But then I've been following up everything. I've been listening. I've been just listening. And it has really been amazing. Mm. It has really been amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know this evening you are here to talk about um, some of the new projects that you found yourself in. Um, what are some of the new developments that you actually are part of right now? Oh yeah, beautiful. Uh, actually, um, of course, we we represent um, a group of persons with living with this ability. And um, before now, uh, like I've shared here in our studio, we have been having a project or coordinating a project that improves the mental well-being of persons affected by neglected tropical disease. If you recall, I told you about um, setting up a self-care group for them uh, in over um, 11 states, covering about 10 LGAs, and then, of course, rehabilitating them vocationally. Uh, but right now, we've actually moved ahead to um, raise health ambassadors, people that can actually be on the front line to talk about health as it relates to persons living with disability. And these health ambassadors are um, actually working on the Diverse Health Initiative. Of course, uh, it's a not-for-profit uh, organization that is basically into preventive health care for rural dwellers, women and girls, and persons living with disability. Of course, you will agree with me down here. Um, most of the times in our, in our own setting, the background is that persons living with disabilities, their health, it's, it's uh, not well taken care of. Um, the disability they already have um, coupled with other disease, probably hypertension, diabetes, um, and other complications can actually worsen their situation. And these all right, hold on before hold on before we move forward here right now. Um, diverse health okay. initiative. Do you actually work with the government department? Actually, maybe let's say a doctor or a nurse or somebody actually work with you guys in Diverse Health Initiative? Yes. Diverse Health Initiative, basically we work with health providers, the doctors, the nurses, um, the laboratory scientists, the pharmacists, because um, besides bringing um, non-paramedics into our team, we also deem it fit that uh, these medical personnel will also help to champion the right information to the people out there. So at the government level, we have doctors, nurses who are working at the government space who are partnering with us. And we have it in three phases. One, we have the CADA that help in promoting preventive healthcare. In other words, these are people that champions adequate health information 
to the public. That is just their duty. They create the content, they develop the kind of health education that should fit in to the targeted audience. Tell, and us, then a little, second, tell us a little bit about the structure okay, of this organization. How, how is it you know, structured? Okay, Diverse Health Initiative, of course, like I said, is a not-for-profit. Um, by the special grace of God, I'm the initiator. We have a board of trustees, um, a group of six, and of course, uh, with a proper gender distribution, and we are quite inclusive. In other words, we also have persons uh, living with disability as uh, part of that board of trustees. And then we have a board of adversary, adversary board that actually helps in um, a kind of spearheaded all advice and giving technical advice in different um, fields of health. And also we have a management team and a few, um, couple of staff working. Currently uh, staff strength is three. Um, we have some volunteers working with us, just about um, four of them volunteers working with us and then just uh, one intent. So, and at this level, basically, like I said, um, that's just for the structure now. And then in, in terms of uh, um, the, the, the level of health officers or medical personnel to working with us, like I, I was explaining, the first um, people will take care of preparing content for mm. adequate health information that's fits into our targeted audience. And then the next level is the people we refer. You know, diverse health initiative, we go to the community, identify these people probably living with disability and they need to be, um, they have some form of health care or the other. So we link them up to these respective doctors or nurses that will actually take up their treatments, their medical oh, treatment. How many how many people have you been able to reach so far with this new concept? Okay, um, I think I can only be because we have two um, major areas. A platform we reach out to people. We have both online platform and then physical platform. That is to say. We use all our social media handles to make videos, help educate people, create content in text formats, and share with people on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, and YouTube. And then the second phase, um, as at, um, as at uh, last two weeks when I checked, our reach is getting to 4,000-something. 4,000? Yeah, uh, it's over 4,000, yeah, in, in our reach, in our coverage. So, wow. Even, even if you are on Facebook and you're doing videos, you need to be able to um, identify roughly the size of the population that you have been able to reach through these. That's what I'm, that's what I'm telling you. 
right because that, that, yeah, that, that is important if your work is going to gain momentum yeah that's exactly um yeah wise really that's actually what i'm trying to say here yeah. you know uh, usually uh, when you are uh, making content uh, on facebook mm. there's this analysis facebook will give to you on monthly basis to tell you how many people are following you how many people you've been able to reach how many events you've been able to hold so give and us an idea give us an idea of the amount of people you've been able to reach through media that's what i'm saying as the last two weeks mm. on the facebook diverse health initiative have been able to reach over four thousand people. Over four thousand. What about yes. what about the the actual physical situation okay. now? Oh, okay. What's numbers like with that? I like yeah. numbers. I like numbers. Oh sure, <laughs> no, numbers absolutely. Numbers. Development work is actually a game of number. Yeah. Development work is actually a game of number because um when you when you say um you did this it, it should be quantified how many people were you able to reach and that's actually speak um impact of what you're doing. Um actually divers we do our program on a quarterly basis. On the first quarter we were able to reach about two fifty people because it was actually a community based outreach and then um, that's January to March, and then the second quarter, we were just able to reach about 150 people, and that was actually on the school base, like um, schools of persons uh, living with disability. And then um, this current quarter, um, we are yet to hold it because, of course, like I said, July, August, September, we've not um, conducted that of September phase, so um, if you sum up 250, that's roughly about 400 people. And of course, for me here, for me here, it's it's not really about how many, but it's about the impact, the quality of what uh, we've been able to do. Take, for instance, in our second quarter mid, um, community outreach, we were able to identify a few school children who were already having issues with their eyesight, and their parents couldn't really identify that. And with that, we were able to link them up to an ophthalmologist who is also in, an, in our network to, to actually take up the treatment mm. and yes, of course but but you, you you have to admit that in a country the size of nigeria any little that you can do is worth doing because the population is huge and 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 you are making a difference now how do you go about um recruiting staff for your program how many people do you have currently in your program that's a good question wisely all right i i actually said that before now i said and when you asked me about the structure i told you about a number of people we have in our board of trust yes you did indicate uh, to some extent yes but yeah, i want you I, to drill down a little bit more and give me okay some... fine i said we have about three technical staff of course you I, I will also want you to appreciate the fact that um 
Yes, diverse health have actually been an oppression since 2017, but we just registered and legalized last year. We will still be one year by December this year. We will still be one year. In other words... You're in your first year of operation. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We still So um, we have three technical staff, mm-hmm. four volunteers, and one intern. Okay, but so you then, so you, you, are, you, have then, a, you have a small but staff, then, but the staff then is going to reach is going to reach other community but, workers. But but look at look at the, the setup we have here, because we are just um, an emerging NGO, and we have to be very prudent with our resources. Um, yes, in our financial strength, we can only make do with the three staff, the four volunteers and one intent. But look at what we did, just like I was trying to explain. Mm-hmm. We raised health ambassadors, diverse health ambassadors. What did we do? We identified doctors, nurses, laboratory scientists, pharmacists, people who already are the workspace. Now we created a system, a movement, a group where these people meet on a regular basis. And then we also raised a non-medical, like these people are, you can just call them a lay worker. Now what we try to do is to equip them, educate them, give them the right information, health information, of course. So what these people does is visit schools, visit um, most of these rural communities where they also live. Take, for instance, um, Rocco lives in San Lucia, and we if we identify him as Divert Health Ambassador, within his region, within his locality, we create content on a regular basis, share with him, which he passes across to people within his locality. And with that, we are able to spread our reach to increase number of people helping to spread the content or the health information Diverse Health is creating. Are these community workers volunteers? Uh, the, the volunteers we have, uh, currently, the four volunteers I told you, are currently working with us. But, yes, but then, uh, when, when I, I'm talking, when you, when you leave that level, and go to the community level where you are sensitizing professionals in the community. Are there volunteers? Are there volunteer uh, well, professionals? Well, for now, they are not done yet. Like, we are not done training them. They are still, we just start up their training just this month. Okay. That was just last week. And we intend to train them till December. Because you can't just break a community. No, it volunteer. takes some time. It takes some time. So, so, like I told you, diversity is just less than one year. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. We'll still make one year by December. So, um, by God's grace, um, we like, like we just started something this um, just last week. Mm. In fact, they are oh. not true with their orientation. They are two weeks orientation. So, and um, it, we we just started with few communities mm -hmm. so that um, it won't really be so. right heavy or not so of course we we intend to raise this community volunteers because that will also help to spread the network but then they have to undergo certain trainings and that's what we are doing and then secondly among persons living with disability uh, we've also started identifying some of them from different disability type that will also serve as health volunteers or health ambassadors that will also help to um, sensitize people, create awareness about routine body shake and all of that in the community of persons living what with disabilities. What I was trying to get at, is it providing employment for persons with disabilities? Employment for persons with disabilities. Health ambassadors, is it a source of employment or is it a source of strictly volunteer work? Oh, for now, it's strictly on volunteering um, okay. capacity. Okay. Yeah, we hope to to have more um, to, uh, to employ them and as ambassador. For now, they are still volunteering. Like the four volunteers we have, we actually have about two of them are persons with disabilities. Of course, they have some stipend at volunteers monthly. So. And the other two are also persons without, because diverse health is not just for persons living with disability. We also look out for the vulnerables, the poor, um, the rural women, the, the women and girls in the community, mm -hmm. um, the elderly. So it cuts across, it's actually an inclusive um, health organization. So. We hope to get them employed in, in the nearest future as uh, funding comes. How is the program funded? Okay, um, for now, for now, um, I've actually been taking care of that um, since the last um, nine months we started operation. I've been funding it. Of course, you 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 recall some time uh, while. Uh, UVC Radio interviewed me um, with my company, Femi Integrated Business Nigeria, where I told you I, I run some cosmetology, yes, soap yes. making. Yes. Yeah, so um, the profit so that is, the what, dividend that is what essentially you're using to fund this outreach program. Is exactly. That yes, exactly. That's beautiful. Wow. Yes. So, so, so technically speaking, you are you are really providing support to the community through your own entrepreneurship exactly exactly because yeah. ever since we started we've not had any funder fund any of our programs or any of our projects i've, I've been doing it from mm. the dividend from my company, Fair Integrated Business. Have you approached the government of Nigeria? Good question, Willie. Regarding mm -hmm. um, funding? Uh, actually, yes, I have. But, you know, 
um, here in our country, issues around funding, um, it's something that takes um, a very gradual process. Currently, um, since the last two months, that's July, I've been negotiating with some um, a government partner to fund uh, some of our radio programs so that we can actually talk more on disability health rights. Of course, um, that has to do with um, persons living with disability to educate them more on their rights, their health rights. And this is not just for persons with disability. This is also for the public because um, wisely you may be shocked that in many of our Nigerian hospitals, there are no sign language interpreter. Yeah, uh, that's, a disadvantage. Or, that's, a, that's a big disadvantage. Oh, yes. I can. So a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, it is. Hearing impaired people have actually, of course, we joined forces uh, to say these people should actually be provided with sign language interpreter. At least in the in the in most of our tertiary health institutions, there should be at least one or two sign language interpreters. Well, precious, I, I have a concern. Okay, why is really good? The, the way that this program is currently being funded could lead you to the inability to really plan for do forward planning. Because what happens is you you are solely dependent on the income from your business. Uh, is there any plan to change all of that to, to find it, its own method of sustainability? All right. Um, of course, um, you know most of these things are just. Uh, Involving it's something that um, new things, new ideas, innovations keeps popping up day by day. Uh, for us, there are two methods we are currently exploring, and um, we hope uh, to do to explore more opportunities. You know, in development um, space, you randomly see donors announce for call. Call, I mean, they will ask NGOs to submit their proposals. So out of the three technical staff we have, two of them are basically into proposal writing. That is their work Mm -hmm. on daily basis. They will subscribe to newsletters. They will write proposals to send to those funders. And um, yeah, we've been writing, although there are we've not been able to get anyone. But currently, there are about two calls. Uh, we are at the second phase, of course, the final phase. So, if that flies, it's also a part of uh, to support what we're doing. But 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 when you talk when you use the word sustainability, even beyond funders funding your project, 
You know, yeah, it's I mean, just, I mean, what I'm trying it's, to, li it's, a, it's, it's limited. The time is limited. What I'm trying to get at, Precious, you, 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 you have a, you have a program on the table today. But what about three or four years down the road? It's hard to do projections because it's based solely on the, the income that you get from the business, and it's hard to say what your income is going to be like four years from now. That's the point yeah, I was trying to make. Oh, yeah, sure. Of course, um, like I said, uh, these things, as this comes by, we keep coming up with um, innovative ideas that can actually help one to get funding. Um, for now, for now, the the two methods I told you, the proposal writing and of course the um, partnership we are trying to create or we have created already is one thing. But then, uh, of course, that's why we discuss. That's why we meet people when you discuss, when you have discussions with people. Um, ideas can actually, uh, people can share ideas with you oh, yeah. to see. Oh yeah. Um this is what one can do to really get more sustainability. Yeah. Where do you see the program going? The future of the program. How do you okay, see yeah, where where we see ourselves? Okay. Um of course in our strategic plan uh, um we are projecting that in the next uh, three, four years, Diverse Health sh should have been able to, at least within the eastern part of Nigeria, should have been to saturate our communities with certain, at least adequate in health information on the major to diseases and that is hypertension okay let me call it medical conditions mm -hmm. that is hypertension and diabetes down here in africa or in nigeria people still believe that um, when they have stroke it's it's a spiritual attack yeah and this can actually be as a result when people don't monitor their blood pressure when people absolutely take, uh, yeah they don't take uh, their drugs your hypertensive you don't stick to your drugs you don't monitor your blood pressure so what because basically we are looking at uh, two major medical conditions and that's um, hypertension and diabetes we consider them as the <laughs> as the father and mother of all medical oh, conditions. Yes. Oh, yeah. So um, we, our projection is that in the next three years, we must have saturated every eastern part of, especially the hard to reach area, mm. with adequate health information. Of course, we are using two formats. We are using the audio tool, like using audio audio health messages and of course the word of mouth messages to reach out to these people and what about, not what about the illiterate people and the and, okay. and the blind people themselves of course that 
the, the for the illiterate and the blind people and of course um illiterate persons uh with disability yeah. that's why we use audio how do you communicate with them this yes. is what i'm trying to get at okay uh, okay yes take um i wish um okay why is really maybe i will share one of our audio content with you mm. on your whatsapp but yeah. um it's just a pity uh okay yeah okay i think we have one on pidgin nigerian pidgin english we have one on uh in Igbo language mm. Igbo language yes that's indian native dialect that is to say so, so you can communicate with these people despite the fact that they are not literate and despite the fact that they are blind you still have methods of communicating with them oh sure in fact in, even in our even in our that's our audio message mm. we we translated we converted it to video where we put a text and the other version we put a sign so that they can actually reach to the deaf or mute people like hearing impaired if you have any questions or comments regarding this program please address them to norwill2 at gmail.com that is n-o-r-w-i-l-l number two at gmail.com thanks for listening have a happy and a productive week that's it for today join me next time when we will present another in the series vision scope music was provided by rennie williams jr <laughs>